Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is April 19th. Wednesday, we have made it halfway through the week. I am so always grateful for that. The sun is out. It's going to be 80 degrees here in Los Angeles this weekend, you guys. 80 degrees. I mean, I don't even know what to do with myself. It it may even be over 80 degrees. Definitely the pool will be heated. Definitely margarita will be in hand. I will probably be drinking more of the Moscatel and the Rosé from Ilya Wine, my sponsor. Have you used code DAILY20 for 20% off? I've heard from a bunch of you guys that you have loved Ilya's wine, and I'm telling you, I'm not going to give you a bad recommendation on the show, okay? That's for sure. Hey, everyone on TikTok. Hey, everyone on YouTube. Oh my gosh, you guys, my Love is Blind episode yesterday, the numbers, it's so funny. It's so funny how like numbers are because the YouTube video of the show was not, did not perform as well as some other ones, like as much as maybe Scandal episodes, but my TikToks on it and the podcast downloads are sky high. So it's so interesting. Everyone was dying over my Mrs. Doubtfire, Vanessa Lachey uh, connection. She was all about the babies. We still have not heard from Vanessa Lachey as of the time of this recording, which is Wednesday morning at 9.45 Pacific time. I'm so interested to know where Vanessa Lachey is in all of this. Like, is she thinking about it? I mean, obviously, how could she not be? There's a petition going around, you guys, on change.org, which got landed in my DMs yesterday. I did not sign it. I am not down for people to lose their jobs. That is not ever a goal of mine, but I can't believe it. Hundreds of thousands or like tens of thousands of signatures already on this petition trying to get Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey replaced on Love is Blind, which I just find so, I mean, it's sad. I don't want them to lose their jobs, but I think it is a moment where she should look back and be like, hmm, I'm sure the agent managers, producers are involved in this conversation because that was a little bit of a cringe, but we don't need to go back into that. You know, the thing about Love is Blind or any of these reality shows is the second the reunion is over, we talk about it one day and then it's gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, then we just move on. Like, we almost forget that it ever existed, which I find so funny. I have to shout out one comment that I got on my podcast which is, um, you know, on the Apple podcast app, I get a lot of comments on YouTube. Thank you so much. And then a lot of comments while I'm going live on TikTok, which is always so fun. Um, yes, I definitely agree. The baby questions were a lot. We talked, listen to yesterday's episode. It was bananas. Talked all about that for sure. But I want to say, number one, I've made it to 102 starred reviews, which is so exciting. But I got one comment that I have to shout out and she's a YouTube watcher, but she went over to Apple and, and created this, um, 
this, uh, what's it called? This, I can't even think what I'm talking about. This review. And I'm so annoyed because it's not even letting me read the entire review. Um, But it's from Chronic Brianna. And she goes, an overdose I welcome with open arms. And by the way, I call you guys dosers. So if you're watching, (laughs) yes, I'm getting a comment saying you look like Candace Cameron Burr. So just for anyone that's watching, these are the people that I always get. Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Jackie from Real Housewives of New Jersey. And Candace Cameron Burr. Those are my three girls that everyone thinks I look like. But anyway, Chronic Brianna said, I found Donna a few weeks back through her Heather McDonald, Megan Weaver coverage on YouTube. I've tuned in every day since. I love Donna's cheerful voice and personality, and I love how relatable and gracious she is towards the listeners. I also really admire how green Donna comes off. And what I mean by that is that she doesn't overproduce herself or or stick to the script. You can tell she's very organic and works on her feet. And then it cuts off, but basically she's saying, I am so excited to see her grow. Brianna, freaking love you. That that made my night. I am really a big fan of, and I tell this to all my clients because I do work with clients and help them with their content creation. But I tell this to all my clients when it comes to creating content, like whether it's a podcast or it's a YouTube show or it's, you know, a blog or whatever, TikTok. It's, you can learn from others that are doing what you're doing. For example, I have a guest on today's episode. She speaks Bravo. It's Emily. She's amazing. I freaking love her. I learn from watching people like her, from watching the Danny Pellegrinos, the Kate Casey's, the Heather McDonald's, the, um, you know, Ryan Bailey's, the Watch What Crappens. Like I learn from these people, but I always will stick to my own style. And I think that that's like the best thing that you can take from content creation or video creation or podcast creation is just do it your way and that will be what shines. So I so appreciate it. I will never change. This is who I am. It's always been who, who I am. And if you leave me a comment on YouTube, I try everything I can to get to every single comment. And if I don't, it's only because I miss it. And if you send me a DM, same. I really, really love engaging with you guys. So kudos to you. Um, I am going to get into a little bit of the show uh, and then I'm going to pass it over to She Speaks Bravo, my conversation with Emily. Um, Emily is also a podcaster and she has a YouTube show as well, but she covers solely Bravo shows and we did a whole Summer House breakdown. So Summer House aired two nights ago and I don't know if you guys are a fan of it, but we don't recap the show in the sense of like, this scene happened and then this scene happened. That's not what we do. We just like talk about it from a zoomed out perspective. It was a great conversation. She's also local. She's in LA. You'll hear more about that in just a minute. So before I get into uh, the summer house of it all, nothing crazy is happening in pop culture today. As of today, Wednesday morning. Now today is the VPR day. So I'm sure we're going to have a ton to talk about tomorrow. I'm curious from you guys. And I'm, I'm only asking this because this is seriously where my mind goes when it comes to this stuff. And I'm always wondering if I feel this way, are you feeling this way? The second I saw that Ariana was happy and doing her thing at Coachella and she's got a a man that she's hooking up with and you saw, if you didn't um, see, there was pictures of her at LAX just like hugging him and making out with him in such like a obviously passionate and chemistry-filled embrace. They clearly are just hot for each other, this this trainer um, boyfriend of hers or like hookup of hers, who knows. But the second I see that she's happy and she's doing her thing and she's getting the jobs and she's like living her life, I am not, and this is just like personal, 
I'm not that interested in the scandal of it all anymore. Like, I'm just kind of moved on. Are you guys feeling the same way? Now, it's really s- still very interesting for me to watch the VPR episodes because I'm so interested to see what has happened up until this moment. But I feel like we've like taken this towel filled with like, like scandal water, right? And we have wrung it dry over and over and over. And we've just like squeezed out every single thing we can get out. We got the Howie Mandel interview. We got the the news about where they are now and how people found out and who found out first and who kissed who and who. And now I'm like, okay, like it's going to be interesting to watch a play out on VPR, but I don't care so much. Now I need to know from you guys watching, let me know in the comments, are you feeling the same way? Are you totally over it? Are you still interested? Or are you like me where you don't really need the up-to-date where are they now, but you're curious to kind of watch it play out on Vanderpump? Tom Sandoval was um, videoed, videoed, what year is this? Filmed at uh, LAX yesterday. So both him and Ariana were at LAX this weekend um, or in the last couple of days. He was getting away. No one knows where he went. I'm imagining it's something for the band. Who knows? He was wearing a Von Dutch hat. It was very like circa, you know, early 2000s. And he was traveling at LAX and he was asked by TMZ, you know, where are you going? Are you going to see Raquel? No. Are you still seeing Raquel? And he's like, I don't want to comment on that. Then he said, you know, are you happy for Ariana? And Sandoval was like, yes, I'm actually really happy for her. I truly believe he is because I truly believe he's over her. Everyone's saying like, this is killing Sandoval to see how happy she is. It's killing him to see how um, successful she's going, she's getting and how like much fun she's having. I don't think it is. Maybe I'm crazy. I truly believe he feels happy that that's over. It's just my gut instinct. Um, My gut instinct is that he's been over that relationship for a very long time. And I think he truly actually wants her to be happy. And I I know the narrative, people like to say like, oh, I think it's because, you know, he wants her to, he doesn't want her to succeed. I really don't think he wants her to fail. I really think he wants Ariana from his heart to do well and like to live her best life. I think he actually does. Maybe I'm making this up. Um, But I wonder actually if him and Raquel are still in conversation. Who knows? She's kind of off the map. Um, I, I feel like they have gotten their due. Does that make sense? Like I feel like they've gotten all of the shit. And now I'm going to let off. I still don't think what he and her did right, what did was right, but I feel like I'm going to kind of lean out of that. But I will break down the VPR episodes. Don't you worry. And I will talk all about that until that reunion. But yeah, I mean, there's like so many little things. Oh, they use code names for each other. Oh, Billy Lee was involved and she was here and this person, I'm following this person. I'm like, "Mm," unless it's something that really like, jumps out at me. I'm not going to, you know, go hard on them. And that's what she said, if you know what I mean. Let me know what your thoughts are. Are we over it? Let's still watch the show. Um, So last night I had nothing to watch because my husband was busy. And so we still haven't watched Succession this week. And we couldn't watch Beef because that's a show I watch with him. And so last night I watched, um, I started watching Girl House as Ultimate Girls Trip from this last, like this Thailand 
situation. Now, I've been to Thailand a few times. My my mom loves to go to Thailand. So if we do a family vacation, we go to Phuket. We go right there where they are. It is the most beautiful place ever. I mean, that is the best part of the show so far. I'm not – I think I'm two episodes in, so I'm behind. I feel like I'm watching different people. I have no idea who these half of these people are, by the way. I'm watching it like – even if I know them from their shows, are you guys watching it? Are we into it? Do we hate Heather Gay? I used to love Heather Gay. At BravoCon 22, she was up on a panel with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and people were just like going crazy for how much they loved her. And then she had the worst season of life with the black eye that no one was explaining, so confusing. And then now she comes on episode one and Leah, listen, I'm not a huge Leah McSweeney fan at all. But she clearly has a big alcohol and and drug addiction problem. And for Heather to say, like, let's get her drunk. Let's see what we can do. Let's get her drunk. Huh? Felt so – you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of old school Real Housewives of OC with Tamara saying, let's get Gretchen wasted. Let's get her wasted. Are you wasted, Gretchen? Remember that, that dinner party? Did you go to Bass Lake? Oh, the good old days of Real Housewives. Speaking of Real Housewives, Tamara Judge, who now follows me. Hey, what's up, girl? Teddy Mellencamp and I have a friendship, you know, a real-life friendship. And Tamara um, and Teddy have this show, uh, Two Teas in a Pod, which is so successful and does so well. And I'm like, I love their show. Um, And get in the comments and let me know because I know you guys feel real strongly about this. But I think they're great on the podcast. Um, They were on my, my Jeff Lewis, my obsession Jeff Lewis. They were on his show yesterday. Like, what a dream. And I was watching the video of them, and they had a fun little episode. You know, Tamara has her Venus CBD, which I am going to try, and I'm so excited about that. But Teddy dropped some gossip on there that she had a one-night stand with Matt Damon probably 20 years ago because she said she was 20, and I think she's my age. 41, like around this age. So 20 years ago, she had a one night stand with Matt Damon. I'm dying to know, does he even know who Teddy Mellencamp is? Is he listening to this? Does he hear it? Do do they laugh about it? Like what's going on there? But that is a pretty, pretty good one night stand to have. I'm wondering, have you guys ever had a one night stand with any celebrity or like a reality star? Someone that people know who they are. Or did not even one night stand. Like, have you ever dated? Have you ever hooked up with someone that is a reality star, a celebrity, or someone that is in the public eye? Maybe like a politician. <laughs> Share. Let me know right now if that's the case. Um, Other than that, nothing else to really share today, but I am so excited to introduce you guys if you don't already know who Emily Camp is. Emily Camp. Emily Hanks from She Speaks Bravo on Instagram and her podcast. She is so fun. She's wearing big sunglasses in our interview. So uh, she'll – well, she she got a chemical peel. That's why. But she explains that. She's so fun. Oh, my gosh. Jennifer over on TikTok says, oh, the stories I can tell. I want to know. Tell me the stories. Um, Make sure to comment below. Give me a rating. Before I get into the episode with um, the Summer House Recap with Emily, I just want to shout out my sponsor, another sponsor for today's episode. This episode, Daily Dose of Donna, has been brought to you by the incredible F22 Studios. This is a new partnership that I have. F22 Studios is here in Burbank. They are your one-stop shop for cameras, lighting, grip, production supplies, vehicles, sound stages. F22 Studios provides 
provides equipment for so many reality shows that you guys are watching right now. They do Dancing with the Stars. They do So You Think You Can Dance. They do The Family Stallone. They do a bunch of different shows. They always have cameras on different like uh, productions around. Um, so if you're looking for a company to help produce video content for you or if you need a sound soundstage that you can, you know, rent out for the day – for filming or for production or for photography, whatever it is, make sure to check out F22studiosla.com. You can email rentals at F22studiosla.com and speak to them and then use code DANA10 for 10% off any of your rentals, D-A-N-A-10 to save 10%. You can definitely find the link below in the show notes. Thank you, F22studios. And you guys, here is Emily at She Speaks Bravo, so we can talk all about Summer House and your thoughts on Lindsay and Carl and Paige and Craig and Danielle, the friend that, like, do people want a friend like that in their life? And is Kyle too old? We've got so much coming up. Check it out. Welcome, Emily from She Speaks Bravo to Daily Dose of Donna. Wow, I'm honored. I'm your first. Ooh. You are like you are popping my cherry. Oh my goodness. We are first, you're my first guest in three months on the show. And I I just realized that we've been chatting like for <laughs> too long of a time before we started recording just about podcasting and about the journey. And both of us are LA, LA ladies, mm-hmm. right? We are. We're we both li- LA ladies. Valley girls. Val- we're we're very close. Like mm-hmm. actually, if you look at I would say the grand scheme of LA, we're pretty close. We're st- we're like you're on the other side of the 405. Mm-hmm, we do mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we go to the same dermatologist. We do. That is such an LA thing to say. The other side of the 405. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. We go to the same restaurants. We hit up the same yes. uh, you know, margarita joints. Yes. Very fun. Um, so I've been following you since forever. I mean, like for I feel really? like for months, well, for months on Instagram. But only recently, since I got into this kind of like entertainment podcasting world, did I get into the whole like, you know, there's so many amazing Bravo and reality kind of recap podcasts. I was only listening to a couple before, but now I'm like, the world is your oyster. There's so many. There's so many. I know, but you are constantly on the mark. Like, I love what you say. Yes. And you had... Were, did you have Morgan on your show? Yes, I had or, Morgan on my show. Okay, so Morgan P talks, right? That's like uh-huh. her Morgan Pop talks. Um, Morgan Pop talks. Yeah, she's awesome. So we have that. We have her in common because she was on another show of mine, but not this one. My other podcast about like video. But anyway, so you are in this Bravo land. Tell us a little bit more about kind of like how long you've been podcasting for before we jump into Summer House. I'm still weirded out that it's 2023. So I started in 2021. Uh, in July of 2021, I got into it as just for for a therapy exercise, kept going, can't stop, won't stop. And, uh, it, you know, it's it's so funny to me because people call the show insightful. And I'm like, I don't even mean to be. I just can't help but like – I. 
like I obsessively analyze the, the crap out of everything they say. Um, it's really more like it, it's more, uh, it helps me. It helps yeah. me to like really dig <laughs> into like when I'm watching an episode, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk through this because like yeah. I need to figure it out. Um, I I find the shows to be hilarious for the most part. Uh, like Jersey, I can usually find a lot of humor in it, uh, except for when it starts to get obviously like too dark. But for example, Summer House this season's a little tough because we're watching two people who we love so much, like Lindsay and Danielle. The, this is when it's hard. It's like when Jill and Bethany had their falling out. Which I still don't know if I'm over. Like yeah. I still, it's one of those things where I feel the Jill and Bethany breakup back in what season three or whatever of Real Housewives in New York. That was the first time I remember feeling like emotionally attached yes. and feeling like we're stuck in the middle between two friends, like children yep. of divorced parents. Yeah. And I still want them to get back together, although Bethany blocked me on TikTok. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That doesn't surprise me, actually. She's, mm -hmm. she's, uh, she's kind of gone off the deep end. Something happened to her. Is that a hot take? Days. It is such a hot take. No one's ever said that. She, no, for the last year, something happened. She got on TikTok and she just went off. So I'm not the first that she blocked. I'm definitely yeah, not the she's last. Been on a, I feel like she, I've heard a lot of people say that. Well, you know about the whole cease and desist against a couple of TikTok yeah, leaders. Yeah, yeah, who called her out for, I mean, just stuff that's, you know, kind of fair to me. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, know. be careful. She'll block you. You're just and here. And that's fine, honestly. <laughs> I don't even, I rarely look at her stuff. I just, people will post her stuff now. And I kind of, she's just, she's weighing in on too many things. Lots of opinions. Lots of opinions. Lots of opinions. Like, opinions. No one asked you about that. Just was like, sit, sit one out. Um, so we, but yeah. she's also in your category because she's a Real Housewife uh, rewatcher now with her uh, podcast. It doesn't even make sense. Um, nope. But I, who was it? Who was it? Was it Jeff Lewis that she was on with? Yes, on Watch that What was, Happens. That Live. did such an amazing job. Like he wasn't. He. I do too. Like, like if there was a man that was actually meant to have a podcast, it was him. Because I've subscribed to Sirius just for his daily show. Agreed, agreed. Because what <laughs> even when even when he was just doing flipping out, like what what made him so good on that show was like his silly little stories that he would tell, and like you just want to hear him tell a funny story about going to Baja Fresh and them not giving him enough sauce or something. Like you just and him losing it on the manager. Yeah, like because he's just he's meant to do that. But his his watch what happens live with Bethany was so perfect because it's like. <sighs> What is innovative about this fucking show? And why are you having people on that haven't even really watched these shows enough? Like, I, this is insulting. Like, leave it no, to the experts. It's literally Howie Mandel and Vivian Scandaval. It's like, <laughs> let's let's put people that have no idea about what we're talking about and put them with the talent and see what happens. And so, like, that kind of brings me to why I had no idea that this Bravo community, like, this Bravo expert world existed. I always thought it was, like, shameful that I had so much knowledge of these shows that I could, like, recite scenes by myself. And so when I found this world, I was like, oh, my God, people applaud this? Because I have been embarrassed. So well, the first time I realized, I think that it was like a real thing. Yeah, because I was also a fan from the beginning. Literally, showbiz moms and dads. Like before Bravo was a Real Housewife. I don't know if you remember that special. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, vaguely, like, vaguely. It's worth a rewatch. It was a the Nutter family. They had like fourteen kids on Broadway. Where can, like, where can you watch it? I think YouTube. 
I'll try to find <laughs> it. Exactly. It's exactly. Amazing. But, um, but when Amy Phillips, who's a dear friend of mine, she was on, when she got her serious radio show on, on Radio Andy, and she was covering The Real Housewives. She only, it was a weekly show at the time. It wasn't even a daily show. And she had me come in and I was a guest on her show two times, one time breaking down Shaw's. And the next time I was um, breaking down A Real Housewives of OC back when Shannon, I'll never forget the episode. Remember when Shannon Bedore's daughters were in the, the band? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And oh, they like yeah. performed. Um, oh yeah! Gosh, I wish I could remember the name of the song. It was really good, though. Anyway, so I was like, "This is a real job. Like people talk about Bravo for a living." Isn't that funny? I I couldn't. I was shocked too. I was I shocked know. at the number of accounts. I was I was like, because there was you know Bravo historian like Faces by Bravo like they were like kind of the pioneers, the big ones. And I was I was like the third generation, maybe even the fourth, like I came on kind of late and I was still very, I was very quiet when I first joined the crew. Like I was like, I don't, I can't even touch that. Like I am, I'm intimidated. I mean, how do you make a meme? Like I was very like new to it. Uh, so I, but I still had the knowledge. Like I was still like, I, I remember, I remember all of this. So yeah, when Howie Mandel had the nerve to be like, who's Sheena? I said, sir, how could you? Sir, S-U-R, sir. Sir, sir, <laughs> sexy, unique restaurant. Restaurant, sir. Do you even know oh what that gosh. stands? Do you even know what that means? No, he has no idea no there's no even idea. a restaurant called sir. I, he, can you imagine if he said who's Lisa Vanderpump? That he did. Been. He did mention Lisa, and he's like, I, I've met Lisa a couple times. I think she's great. Like, oh, thank God, oh, he said it was that. awful. It okay, was wait, terrible. talking about talking about like cringe and awkward and whatever. We need to break down Summer House from this week because yes. we. I'm sure we're going to have some differing opinions. I'm curious your thoughts. So Summer House is one of those shows that I was late to. I, I caught up during COVID. Um, I had COVID. It wasn't even like 2020. It was like 2022. I hate when and that I was That happened to me too. God damn it. Well, so I was so sick, but it was exactly the perfect week to catch up on a bunch of these shows. I watched six seasons in a row of Summer House and I <laughs> fell in love. I literally became like a Hamptons girl. Like I yep. started drinking Loverboy. I was, you know, I got a mullet. Like it was like all these things. But I was obsessed with Summer House. And unfortunately, it's depressed me lately in the last couple seasons or a couple weeks at least for sure this season in general. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Summer House in general this season? What are we feeling? <sighs> brutal. It's brutal. Right. It's, it's, you know, okay. So from a shady standpoint in terms of production, I feel like I know they got a new executive producer and I can feel it. I can mm. feel, I want to say this executive producer was an MTV person too. I, which kind of is evident with like the weird hazing scene that they did with like Chris and the underwear what was that that was especially since you watched all in a row yeah didn't that seem out of place for especially since you saw it all like in like right in a like that doesn't it was at, carl's carl's sober like there was a sober man hazing someone it was very strange yeah and so it just i feel 
Um, and from one of my producer friends, she said what it feels like is the field team and the post team aren't necessarily on the same page because mm. I feel like I'm missing some vital information. Why does Kyle hate Lindsay so much? Is there something I'm going to get? Because are you guys going to save it for the reunion? I don't understand. I'm missing it because there's that. There's one. There's that. And then the Danielle Lindsay stuff. I'm like, again, am I, is there some, is there a conversation I missed? Is there a text message you're not putting up on screen? Is there, I, I have my, I have my thoughts. I have my thoughts. Well, let's first, like, before we get into that, I'm sure, you know, the casting of the show, it just feels off, which I, you know, coming from casting. Oh God, it's horrible. It starts in casting. Like that's the, you know, you get a script and then you start with a cast. And if you have a bad cast or a bad script, the show doesn't work. And this is obviously not scripted, quote unquote. I mean, it's produced, but reality is all casting. It's 95% casting. 95% if you have a bad cast, casting. So what the hell? What the hell? Why do they only have three guys? That's number one. It's It makes, and Chris, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I do not understand it. I Mm-mm. find him so miscast. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's awkward. It's awkward watching him like flirt with the girls, right? So we have a weird cast to start with. We have 46 women, three men. <laughs> and, and it's it's like an old age home mixed in with a freshman in college. It's all it, over the place. It's all over the place. Yeah. I, 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 I'm also confused because Luke and Andrea – would have balanced out as two men in the world I think and they would have balanced out the Lindsay Carl kind of alienation they would have been been like a nice bridge Danielle loves Luke too like they're all friends in real life so here's what I'm also okay so you know the show the the concept Jersey Shore Jordy Shore all the shores what it is is they put this house and they put strangers in it Mm -hmm. and and then over the seasons, they get closer, they get closer. And it's like, okay, so they started out as strange. It's kind of why usually like season three, it gets a little bit better because it's like now they have history. Summer House is interesting because they took friends and they put them in this house. And then slowly yeah. but surely, like they've kind of replaced people. And now season after season, they keep bringing in these like newbies. Like they keep putting like, here's another newbie that you all have to get to know in a summer. Here's another newbie you all have to get to know in a summer. Why do you keep doing that? Like, can you just like, so why would you take away these people who they love? They love Andrea. They like Luke and put Chris like either. A random. To, I just don't, I just don't understand that choice. And now I'm hoping the reason Luke isn't a full-time cast member isn't because of the winter house incident. I'm oh, really well, hoping that's not what it is. Do you think that's what it is? Well, I've heard rumors that 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 he was having, you know, there was issues because of his previous appearances and whatnot. I don't, I don't personally know if that's true because he's he's still showing up. Yeah, right. Because of what you would think, he's like done, done. Like if that's yeah. this thing, they'd be like, can't ever have Luke on TV again. Luke is so great. I love him. I think he's so sweet and so kind and no one's perfect. And if anyone should be like the one to worry about, it should be like, there's more Chris is way more problematic, by the way. Chris is calling people like he's, they had to stop him from making a, like a offensive hand gesture in his, in his confessional. Oh my God. That's right. Right? This like, 
hello (laughs) oh my god yeah he he's goofy to me he's awkward he's not but he's also not really personable like if you if you're gonna come in and be like a little bit offbeat or awkward you better have a great ass personality and I'm just not finding it and I'm also finding the same thing with Gabby like Gabby to me I love Sam Sam is adorable and I don't know why I like her I think that she's probably she's young she's probably a little bit out there whatever but I think she's like She's down. I don't know how to hang, like. I don't know how to explain it. The yeah. Gabby and the um and the uh ast- what's it astronauts? What's it called? Astrology. <laughs> astrology. I okay. Well, I'm not a big astrology person. Oh, I like. I'm liking Gabby though. I got to say, I'm liking Gabby and I'm liking Sam together as a duo. Okay, so tell me, if would you stop dating someone if they didn't have the same rising moon as you? Uh, no, no, not at all. But I think what, that's what I like. I think she's ridiculous and crazy. Ridiculous, right? I think the ridiculousness of Gabby's kind of fun because it's good content. I feel like Sam is a, Sam and Gabby have a good little cute connection. So I feel like. like the newbies, the young newbies. Yeah. And, and as much as, and Gabby's doing a, a good job in my opinion of being out there. And so I'm like, okay, she's, 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 uh, bizarre. It's almost like we have three shows, if you think about it. We have like, <laughs> yeah. we have Lindsay and Carl who are, yeah. you know, they're more the seniors, like the adults of the show. And I guess Danielle's kind of up in there, but she kind of hangs with all of them. And mm-hmm. then you have the mediums, which are the Amanda Kyles and the Paige and Sierras. I saw it somewhere, um, maybe it was on YouTube or whatever. Someone commented the bed sore sisters, which yep. made me laugh so hard. And then finally you have like, the newbies, right? The little young kind of, we're just here to get wasted every second. Kyle should be in the newbies section because this guy will never grow up. 40 he, years old. He is trucking along, man. What's up with that? The amount that he can drink at 40 years old to be able to drink from morning till night at those parties. It is unbelievable. They are built a diff- in a different way. They are, their bodies are built. They're just, you have to just like born like that, right? I mean, it has to be just in your veins. Like some families just drink more. You know, I come from a Jewish family. My family drinks, you know, one glass of Pinot Noir and everyone's drunk. So we have to, you know, kind of like taper it down. My husband's family is like Wisconsin. They can drink. Ah. You know, it's a little bit depends where you are geographically. So let me ask you a question really fast about, about last night's show specifically. Last night's show took us, it started off at the tail end of Kyle's debaucherous party, like Crazier than any party, I think. I mean, I went to UC Santa Barbara, so I was oh, in shit. a party cap. Oh, yeah. Girl. I mean, that was that was what my life was like when I was 21, but that's it, right? I, I party, but it's not like that. So we start at the end of that party, and we can talk about, you know, all the hookups. But what I found interesting about this episode, and I'm curious your thoughts, is we spent so much time in the city. We, I know. We spent so the same much thing. time in I liked it. I did too. Do you not very unique. unique. No, I thought it was a very unique uh, episode for that reason. And I, I was noting that as well. I thought, wow, we really rarely get this much time in the city. Um, I, I kind of, okay. I, so I know that the cr- criticism of Lindsay has been like from the, from the page team 
outside, like not on camera. This is this this is the criticism I've heard through people that work like on Southern Charm, on Summer House. I know my cat. <laughs> I love it. I have two dogs in this room right now, so I get it. <laughs> Please do not knock that over. Um, is <laughs> I have a cat that looks just like yours too. Really? What's her name? This is What's Penny name? Lane. Aw, I have Sadie. Oh, and she is licking that salt lamp. Um, she is. She, she's high. Oh, she <laughs> she's is. staring at yeah. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she uh, okay. So I have heard that their complaint is that Lindsay does everything for cameras. Like Lindsay stages everything mm. for cameras. Everything she creates is a storyline. Everything is crafted for the show. And I, I've always kind of been like, so what? Don't you guys all kind of do the same thing? And so I. I kind of saw what they meant by that in this episode a little bit which was okay so they got the apartment they got the scene where they have the party at the amazing apartment and now they're gonna do the proposal at the end of the season okay Mm -hmm. okay I kind of get what you guys are saying and now Danielle is maybe struggling with like I'm not allowed to say something about the relationship because it's gonna mess up your storyline I'm now finally kind of getting that element. But do you think that's Hubbard? That's Lindsay? That's Hub's Hub House kind of producing that entire thing? I don't like to talk shit about Lindsay because she gets so much hell. I really, I really like, I, I think Lindsay's come leaps and bounds. I really do. And I think I finally figured out what's so strange about watching Lindsay and Carl. We've watched these two people from season one to now. And for the, even though we know them so well, for some reason, it's like, they look like different people. They don't seem yeah, familiar no, to me. Carl less than Lindsay. I think Carl to me, we've seen kind of the transformation over the last few seasons. So we saw him as, as this like wild party dude. And we've seen, like, I feel like Carl, I mean, he's, he's definitely become more of a muted version of Carl. He's yeah. almost like a little cheesier like, too. Cheesy. Um, like maybe boring yeah. and and like kind of like the Nick Lachey next to the Vanessa Lachey at the reunion, okay. right? Like Vanessa is Lindsay and Nick is Carl. And I think that some couples thrive that way. Like it's very hard to have two really yeah. wild and out there. Like if you look at Kyle and Amanda, right? Kyle is the personality and Amanda is kind of just like the, yep. you know, so, so it works, I think for them and it, what mm-hmm. it is. But it's more Lindsay, I agree. Like now we're just supposed to believe that I'm a fan, I have to be honest. I actually yeah, like Lindsay. Me but too. I but we have to now just believe that she has completely changed from last season. I mean, it's not like it's been six seasons. Last summer was yeah. the summer that she was wild and out of control, right? When they were like when she was like hooking up every single weekend with new guys. Yes, yes, so yes. It's a little bit fast. That's I think what it we're is. Like, and yeah, I- we're complaining that it's happening yeah. too fast. We don't even have a whole season of them just being a couple. We have to now be like, oh, and now they're going to get married. And like when, for example, the scene right before people showed up when they're like hugging and talking about how it's his brother's, but you know, it's the same day his brother died and they're like hugging. I'm like, what's so strange because it's like, I don't even recognize these people. Like they don't even feel, feel familiar to me, Mm. even though I know them. Yeah, I can see that totally. I also think it's just, it was also just the fact that like they're in this gorgeous, beautiful apartment, $14,000 we found out, right? $14,000 a month apartment overlooking this New York. It's like 
we've taken these party kids from this Hampton yeah, summer house, exactly. put them in a new adult life, and now they're talking about adult things and we're supposed yeah. to just like come along. I think it was a lot like at once, right? At the once. scene with this new house, plus yeah. they're having this like, very adult conversation. Yeah. I do, Carl did make me like tear up. I have to say, oh, I cried. Cries, yeah, it is. I remember, I mean, we all remember that episode. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we saw that episode live, basically, when he finds out his brother dies and it's her birthday and he and goes she and tells is her. is the one who hugs him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Totally. So, I mean, do I doubt for a second that they love each other? No. I don't. I think that they are. And honestly, they're doing it right. Like, if you think about it, they're doing it right. They started yep. as friends. Yep. And now they've moved on. But did you see Watch What Happens Live a little bit so of it last I night? I couldn't watch it, damn it. What did I miss? Tell me. So the only part that I think is like, I think Lindsay is just really, really on it when it comes to these interviews. Like she knows, she knows how to answer the questions. She is really media trained. And she's witty and she gets it. So she had been asked that one question, you know, Andy had said like, what about this idea that Danielle thinks you're moving too fast? And she said, and Andy said the exact same thing. He's like, but I don't understand. You guys have known each other for seven years. You've been dating for, you know, whatever. Danielle moved in with Robert or Roberto or Babo or whatever his, what's his name? <laughs> the chef. After two months of knowing him. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird. And do you, mm-hmm. have you ever had a friend like this, by the way, Emily? I have had a friend like this who is not ready for you to grow up and like move on, right? Yeah. Who's wanting you to stay where they are in life. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I think that that's what it is. But Danielle is coming off, and I say this like in a very trying to not offend, but she's coming off very, um, it doesn't, it's not a good look. It's almost like, like he's, she's like, she's possessive over Lindsay or something. It doesn't feel like a natural friend move to be so upset when your friend has found happiness. Yeah. It's like she's feeling left out. 100%. She's feeling left out. She's like, how are you guys doing all this? And I'm totally like not involved. I'm not included. And I'm nowhere close to having the same thing. She's jealous. Yeah. I mean, that's probably- Jealousy is a really hard feeling to have too. It's a very confusing feeling. Like I remember the first time I realized that I have a tendency to be jealous of people and I was like, oh shit, that's what this is. And I had to like do some work on myself. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. accept that about yourself. And she's really young still. So it's it's t- like, you know, we're some older broads than her. So we're probably a little bit more evolved, you know. So it's tough to realize that. But I think she is. I think that's the bummer. Do you think in any way, do you remember that the first season that Danielle came on the show, it was discussed that she's Carl's ex-girlfriend? I know. And he brought that up to her too. He's like, you know, I know that we, you know, saw each other for a little bit. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> you I fucking think, brought that I think like, I think there is like a little weirdness that Danielle will never get over. That you know him. No, she doesn't. She didn't introduce him and Lindsay. They knew each other before, right? You Danielle know, I actually don't know. How did Danielle get on the show? Was it through Carl or through Lindsay? Now I can't remember. I don't know. Good question. I remember the scene. Like, I remember them sitting was at a restaurant. Was it through Carl? 
I feel like it had to have been through Carl. We have to like go back to season, I think it was season three when Danielle joined. Whoa. But I'm curious, like I wonder, A, is it possible there's any feelings there? Probably not, right? Yeah, it's really, it's brutal because, so then there's that moment, then there's the moment where Danielle goes and like confides in Sierra and Paige and she's like, so for, not when, a good, you know, not a good when pa- if Paige went to you guys, went to you and said she was with, you know, blah, 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 and you guys could talk about it. I, I get in theory what she's trying to say. What basically, I hear, okay, I can, I understand. Lindsay is one of those people where she gets, she goes all the way in and it is a little like I'm not that way like I like I'm open to someone being like is this too fast and I'd be like is it too fast it might be too fast but we're going for it I'm not afraid of that but Lindsay is like I don't fucking care remember last season when she was going to go to Mexico with that guy and even Carl was like you're going to what and she's like YOLO and he's like uh -hmm. even his face was like I'm a little scared you are going on a trip to Mexico with a stranger. She's that's not good just, at being confronted. Maybe no. that's what it is. And she can't, yes, she doesn't yes. take like a good criticism, like constructive criticism. She immediately, immediately gets defensive. And that's, I think maybe what Danielle is feeling and she's not communicating that well. She's like, all I wanted to say is like, is this going too fast? Like the last time you guys got together, it didn't go too well. Last time you guys got together, Carl could not handle you. Last time, and the last time I kind of heard about your relationship, Carl was like, you're fucking crazy. I'm not going to be able to handle this. So I think that she's just feeling maybe a little concerned that like there's no permeating, no saying anything negative about this relationship. And she's- And it's and true, you that's kind of can't. Yeah. But you, but you can't to Lindsay. Like Lindsay, because it's true. I'm wondering if my best friend said to me like, hey, you and you and Lance, that's my husband, you and Lance, like you did this, da, da, da. I think that there would be a part of me that'd say like, yeah, I mean, do I know that it's 100% going to work out? No, but I'm happy in this moment and I'm following my gut. And I wish that like, I want Lindsay to admit that, you know, she's not a crystal ball. Like she doesn't have confirmation that this is going to work, but she's going with her gut and it feels Uh, good. And that's all she, I guess she needed to say, but also Danielle needs to back off a little bit. Yeah. At some point you have to say, let them make their own mistakes. If there's going to be a mistake, why do I have to be responsible for, because it's one thing if Carl was a dick, like if Carl was an awful human being and was screwing girls behind her back. <laughs> yeah, or, that's the thing. <laughs> like like, when, like when Danielle made the comparison to Craig, I'm like, okay, but it's Craig. Like we're talking about Craig. <laughs> so true. And Carl, meanwhile, literally like the only thing he's cheating on Lindsay with is Barry's boot camp. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that may be, we may need to have an intervention about that, but that's it. That's it. That is it. He literally, all he does all day long is work out and, and like they're, they're together all day. I mean, I think they may have like a, almost a little bit of a codependent relationship, the two of them. Like maybe he went from yes. drinking alcohol to being with Lindsay. It is a weird, it's a little bit of an interesting watch, but it doesn't look yes. negative. Yes. And there, you know, and I do, I want to give that some weight. There is an element of that to it where mm-hmm. every, Everyone is saying that where everyone's like, it is just the two. Everyone's been kind of iced out of that relationship. Now, is the is it valid? Like, for example, with Kyle, like, were you at the reunion, dude? You were very mean to Lindsay and everyone else was too. They And then like, the footage of it was pretty brutal. Um, mm-hmm. And, but with Danielle, Danielle is clearly feeling, 
I will say this about Lindsay. She does tend to just relate to her, happy, her happiness to whether or not she's in a relationship. That is mm-hmm. kind of Lindsay's downfall, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it's like, her, she, I'm happy. I have a guy. This is all I've ever wanted in life. I don't even think if Danielle found a guy she was super happy with, she would be like, this is all I ever needed. Like, Danielle's a little bit more rounded out as where that's all Lindsay wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of an unhealthy attachment there for sure. Yeah. I think to me, when I, when I watched the show, it just feels yesterday's episode felt more than ever. It felt like we're watching very like three different shows kind of all mixed into one and Mm. it doesn't really make sense anymore. Obviously, I'm sure you agree that Carl and Lindsay like should not be returning to the show after the season, They're too healthy now. They're like, they're too healthy and like mentally stable. (laughs) But I wouldn't be against watching something else them in the city uh-huh she like, should be like a roni she should apartment. be like a housewife she should really be a housewife like andy would be an idiot not to put her on real house she's gold she start the drama she's such tv gold i guarantee you it's gonna happen watch like in a yeah. season or two because they're gonna do this first season of real houses mm-hmm. of new york with this new cast it's not gonna work someone's gonna be like not oh, right totally. oh, they're totally. gonna throw Lindsay right in there after she's married because amanda can never be a real housewife in New York. Like, you can see the difference. Oh, my God. Not (laughs) even a little bit. Just boring, right? Boring. 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 Paige? No, they're too – they're a different show. But they're – no. We find – so Paige, I find her one person on the show, and then whenever I see a live interview, or she was a a co-host on a show called – I don't know if you know The Toast. It's like a daily – podcast she was a co-host on the toes last week and I was listening to that I actually really like Paige when she's not on summer house I know like I like her as a person Mm -hmm. on the show she's just so she's the girl that I wouldn't want to be around Mm -hmm. because I I know she was talking about me do you think (laughs) she loves Craig do you think she loves Craig you know okay I I might be in the minority here I actually think that she just has issues with intimacy and like being vulnerable and I do I think she does like and love Craig but doesn't have she does I don't think she has the ability to fall madly in love with someone like I want to be an idiot and do stupid things for someone she's just like a pragmatic overly like need to control every single emotion about herself type of person so I think if Craig moved to New York she'd be like great I'm not moving to Charleston yeah, seeing her cry that one scene when um, she was thinking about leaving her mom was the first time I think we ever saw that side of her. Yeah. We have never seen it. She's always been kind of this sarcastic, I don't give a shit. I have yet to meet a 30-some-year-old, or she's 30, I think, in the show, that mm-hmm. says, oh my God, I'm so glad that he's not proposing to me. Yeah. It's right? interesting. That is a little odd to me. It makes me think, it makes me think she's, it's not him. He's not the one. Yeah, like she's very pragmatic about it. I can't, I have a hard time understanding like what is it about Craig that you don't want to marry? There's something going on. Craig or is it Paige? Do you know what I'm saying? I think it's Paige. I I do too. Because Craig to me is, I mean, I think Craig is so cute. I think he's – I don't know about your thoughts, but – Listen, Craig is not necessarily the my, my type. Gu- type of hot guy, but 
listen, when you see a guy like that in real life, when they're like over six foot, like all of these men are gorgeous. Like all of these people are gorgeous. Like how do and they all a, exist? And he's successful. He, and he's, he's got his law degree, but he's also, he's got this business and he's, they, they, they're a good little couple. They're a good they're, brand as Tom and Ariana were. Brand. They're a great brand. Just, just like Tom and Ariana. And you know how well that she, goes. She has genuinely made him better. Like legitimately she has made him better. Like I agree. There, he, she's great for him for sure. I is agree. He, I is agree. he great for her? I don't really think she needs someone to be great for her. I think she's kind of like, I got this, you know. And but ultimately, I think she'll end up with a guy, whether it be Craig or anyone else, who just lets Paige be Paige, right? Exactly. I think yeah. So I It'll don't never think be that someone's there's... wife. She yeah. wants someone to just be her husband. Yeah, exactly. And like, she, they would make really cute kids. And so I just, hot. I think that I think they're fine. I just think that Paige is like, let me do me. And I kind of think that works perfectly for Craig. Totally. Because Craig needs someone to keep him on his fucking toes. To keep him in line. Totally. That's exactly so true. And the other day when she was on the toes, she did say something interesting. They were talking about – they were talking about continuing Summer House or whatever and and – Claudia, the girl that she was co-hosting the toast with, said, well, what would you do? Would Craig come back and like live in New York and do Summer House with you? And she goes, well, I could just easily jump onto Southern Charm. Like as if it's a choice. Like, And and Claudia was like, oh, so you just, you think you can do that? And she's like, absolutely. The offer is 100% there. Oh, yeah. So basically Bravo's like, Paige, we're keeping you. You decide where you want to go here. Mm-hmm. Same for Craig. Same for Craig. They're like, Craig, whatever you want to do too. Like, we're not losing either of you. It's so funny. It's like a studio deal, you know, here in this entertainment industry. Like, ABC makes a deal with Shonda Rhimes. Yep. It's like, we've made a deal with you on Bravo. You know, pick pick your show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pick your show. They're not losing either. As a couple, they're too good. Yeah, they really are. You're not going to, you're not going to not see that, especially since like, Craig, when he's fighting and being, you know, a brat, like you want to see that, you know, like, and Paige is so cute. Like, yeah, I don't want to not see them on my screen. I agree. It's, so I know, want next season to be the couples in New York City. Okay. I want it to be like, maybe Kyle and Amanda will just do guest appearances here and there. God, but I do kind of want to see Carl and Lindsay. I want to see like what their normal life is like. I want to see Paige and Craig in their normal life in New York. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, I don't know who else. We'll have to figure that one out. Maybe Sam and Sam Corey. and Corey. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Look, I like I feel like it's good chaos right now because Corey creeps me out. He's so like sexualized and like <sighs> kind of sweaty all the time. Like ugh. so sweaty. Oh, you God. have to watch what watch what happens live, and I'll tell you why. I only watched about 15 minutes, like I said, but Carl and Corey are in the audience. They're in the first row while Sam and Lindsay are the guests. And Sam and Corey are fully boyfriend-girlfriend now. Like they're official boyfriend and girlfriend. And they keep panning over to Carl and Corey in the audience and they're mic'd. So like they're asking them questions. And Carl looks great. Like he's very put together. He's got like his little jacket on. He looks cute. Corey? Like (laughs) please watch it and text me. Corey looks like – like, I've never seen anything like it. Like he no, looks, he looks like he's fucked up, huh? So fucked up, like so, like for, and he's drinking the whole episode. Every time they pan to him, he looks, and he keeps making this face, like, huh? Like he's behind. He doesn't get it. It's yeah. Andy, it's a little Andy's bit like, never mind. I can tell Andy doesn't really enjoy having him on, like 
Bravo. He's, he's not, not his really favorite. He's not really like a Bravo brand kind of guy to me. He's kind of like Next. MTV. MTV Next. Like, get off he's of it. <laughs> he's a challenge. He should yeah, be on the challenge. Yes, he should be on the challenge. He's just not, he doesn't feel like, so I I hate that it feels like this, but it does. It feels like he's like, this totally works because now I can stay on Summer House. Like, I can come back for another weekend of filming. However, they do have a chemistry. I cannot deny yeah. that. They have a no. chemistry. And so it, it, at the end of the day, these people are only, they only kind of should date other reality stars because it's that's so what they're true. doing. So fine, whatever. Go it's for it, Sam. It's so true. You it's, know? It's, it's an interesting, we'll see what happens. If they do Summer House again, then Sam's welcome back with Corey. They're young. Like let that kind of thing happen. I think Sierra, like I'm, I, I, She's not giving much this season, huh? I, I get in trouble for this, but I like her first season. I was like, guys, I'm sorry, she didn't do anything, and she came Nothing. in as Luke's person, and then she like jumped ship as soon as she realized this wasn't super super popular. Uh, yeah. And I still thought didn't think she did, did anything. Then since then, she hasn't done anything. She's just been upset about guys. Like she was, she spent that entire you know season upset about Austin, and like depressed over Austin, and then in, in Winter House too. And then this season, she admits that she's closed off and she and she doesn't really open up easily. I'm like, well, that is great for a show where you're going to have to get to know new people every single summer. And so what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's like, don't get there's so many people out there. There are so many people out there that are amazing. She's getting to know people. She's right to work. That's true. That's true. Wait, was she hooking up with Luke in the the pool? I couldn't tell, but it looked good. Yeah, but they we didn't see any kissing. Yeah, they might have just been like like hanging on each other. I liked the vibe though. I liked the vibe for sure. I mean, Luke has a type. We know he this. does, right? And she is that type. And now he's with Tasha. Apparently, that's what it kind of looks like. Wasn't that hilarious when Lindsay <laughs> accidentally outed their relationship? And she mentioned that on Watch What Happens Live. She said, "Look, when Carl and I first started dating, we wanted to be really private because we wanted to just enjoy it, just the two of us." I don't actually think that ever happens. I think she just like rewrote history because I don't remember her and Carl ever being private like, about you mean, anything. You mean how you like filmed your first time talking about <laughs> wanting to date? <laughs> private. We're just on a show. Um, yeah, but it's, I think it's cute. You know, I, when, when I saw that picture too with Lindsay, I like their vibe. I like their, their friendships, you know, with and- Andrea was there and Luke was there. I feel like probably Lindsay and Carl off the show have a healthy situation going on. That's the thing. Someone pointed that out. Like, it's different when they're probably around people who support their relationship and not around people who mainly don't. Like, that's totally good point. <laughs> that's totally a very, very good point. Yeah. I just want to know how they afford that apartment. Well, I guess yeah. for what they do. I mean, can you imagine? That's a beautiful $13, little- $13,000. I know. But you know what? They just did a Dell ad. Did you see that ad on their Instagram? I did. I did. It was like a full reel. Then they had a – I mean, it's – they were – I'm sure they just – that was one month of, uh, yeah. you know, rent right there. Yeah. I just mean, look, they are a powerhouse, products. so might as well. Capitalize while you can. It's a rat can. house. It's a rat house. Well done. Yeah, it really is. Um, oh my gosh, Emily, I could talk to you forever, but we do have to wrap know, this up. I could talk you to are... you forever. You're good at this. Oh, thanks. That's fun. I love talking for a living, so it just works. Yeah, this was um, like a lot of fun. Okay, good. Yeah, I've, I've done those podcast interviews before where I'm like, yeah, so no, are we I, wrapping this up? Yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. Please have me back anytime. 
Of course, of course. You guys, you have to find Emily at She Speaks. Well, why don't you say it? at She Speaks Bravo on Instagram and? Yeah, She Speaks Bravo on Instagram. And then my podcast is She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks, available on all the platforms. I'm also on YouTube if you prefer the video version. And I have a Patreon, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks, if you don't like ads. And I am doing bonus episodes over there of all the Bravo jams, like the classic Ronies, Beverly Hills, Old Below Decks, and all that kind of stuff. So good, so exciting, and I need to be listening because we have some new shows coming on up. Yeah, the OC will eventually air at some How point. How do we not we'll have a trailer? I know, but we've at least heard that Tamara is really goes all in on Heather Dubrow. Of course, have you heard knows. that? Yeah, yes. I so there's some it. good stuff. Um, okay, so we'll make sure to follow up. And you're going to BravoCon? Yes. So am I. Oh so my god! Yay! Over there. Okay, yes. we'll talk. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Emily. <laughs> Bye.